Welcome everyone. We're coming live for episode 15 of Cocktails and Memes. We're not exactly coming live. I was gonna say this isn't live. But we're live for our liveness, right? Sure. We're live. All right. Episode we're, 15, Cocktails and Memes. You're live to me, buddy. Don't I'm, worry about I'm it. I'm alive. Today we're joined with a sort of almost mystical figure on the show, Eric Jarbo, in studio. Eric, yeah. how are you doing? Step uh, up to the mic. We can't hear oh you. Oh, man, I'm just, just glad to be here, Shannon. Just just glad to be here. Well, um, it's not often every day we have somebody with such political cojones walking in through these doors. Well, I, I wouldn't, I don't know if that's how I'd refer to him, but. <laughs> Literally yeah. the first thing you said before we started is don't bring that up. And what, political <laughs> political yeah. cojones? Yeah, when they said, hey, come on the show, and I'm like, the two things y'all don't talk about, that's all I know. Yeah. Sports so. and politics? No, don't worry. We're going to get into some politics uh, more into the. Um, the later interview type segment. All right, that's okay. a mistake, but we'll we'll wait for it. Yeah. And I think we can. I mean, we kind of got away from UK sports, but I think we can do a little discussion on the four playoff teams. Yeah, yeah. fuck it. How about we just do? We'll do that since I mean, we're, it's a, not any anything um, biased. We're in this little like kind of time when there's not a whole lot of news going on outside of like former presidents dying. So there was some. Yeah, that wasn't a big deal or anything. Yeah, no, I mean, no. just just you know, H. Died there was a little bit of UK news too. Yeah, so we'll touch on a little bit of things, but. Get into the cocktail that we're doing today. We have a white Russian. We thought, you know, how funny would it be to have a guy that works in politics come in here and with the current landscape, um, you know, white Russians. So, Rand Paul, how are you doing? <laughs> the dude abides. Yeah, uh, Rand Paul, I'm recovering from my attack from Brene Boucher. <laughs> How's uh, your ribs treating you? Man, they're they're healing up. They've got good hospitals over in Russia. That's why I've been spending so much time there. Oh, yeah. How uh, was your 4th of July weekend, by the way? It was really good. Yeah. Really good. Well, Alex, since you are the connoisseur that makes us all of our drinks every episode, how about you tell us what's in this? This is actually a vanilla white Russian mm. because we had vanilla vodka. Even whiter. Even whiter, yeah. yeah. Uh, the whitest of Russians this is, is the name of this cocktail. This is an albino Russian. Albino Russian. Oh, shit. Yeah, did we just make a cocktail on on air? Like that is a real thing now. That, that's real. Yeah. Put it in your put it in your um, cocktail list. Yeah. Albino, albino Russian. Russian. Albino Russian. So we just used an ounce and a half of vanilla vodka, ounce and a half Kahlua, threw some milk in it, threw some ice in it. <laughs> Kahlua kind of sounds like collusion. So collusion. Yeah, it's a collusion Russian. That's great. You know what? I, we have exactly hit the nail on the head with what we needed. Well, what are you smoking on, by just the way? Just call it Putin. <laughs> okay, so I had to, off air. I have to, yeah, on on air, I have to let the uh, podcast know that most of us jewel because we're you know we like smoking on USB sticks. You know, jewels <laughs> do what? no longer make flavored to make flavors. I know, and it's like kind of sucks. So, you, what are you hitting on? What over is, here? Yeah, what is it, that? It's similar to a jewel, except you refill it. How much money do you have to spend? Thirty. Uh, I mean, it's cheaper than anyway. I mean, cheaper. cheap as a jewel. Cheap as a jewel. Yeah, fuck it. Well, and the government decided Jewel should just go under because children get their hands on jewels. Government yeah. ruins everything. Government ruins fucking everything. Yeah. Well, Taylor, I didn't ask you. How have you been doing, man, um, past week or so? Can't complain, man. Just moved. Everything's going well. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. No, nothing really big in my life right now besides that. I'm good. Just yeah. trying to take care of all that. Yeah. How are you doing? I you know, could have been better for sure. Um, ma'am. I don't think the podcast wants to hear about my mental health. But they don't. I, yeah. Why is Shannon sad? Are we bringing that back? <laughs> no, there's, there should be a whole nother podcast. You know, we should just do why is Shannon sad? And if they got approved on iTunes, I might actually go through with it. So sponsors. <laughs> yeah. How do we get some? Are you, what, what would even be the sponsor? My all the suicide hotline. <laughs> yeah, Suicide wow. hotline. Paxel. We get all of them on there. Anyway. So let's move on from making me even more depressed. Um, oh. Yeah. Play the news. Um, Soundbite. The news. News, oh, news, news. So I don't have any alcohol news. There's not much. That, honestly, it's a really hard segment to do for just 
alcohol. So we might have to expand that coming up um, to actual real life news because usually there's not a whole lot of things that happen in alcohol news. It's mostly just like, oh, somebody made like a slightly different variation of a drink that they already had, you know. Yeah, kind of sure. like Alex did today. He made the vanilla white Russian. Yeah, albino collusion. Yeah, albino collusion. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I mean, I guess the biggest trademark news, pending. The, yeah. the biggest news has been cock seal of approval yeah, on that. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so the uh, biggest news that's been going on for sure has got to be the death of former President George H. W. Bush. Um, and we've got somebody in the studio that can reflect. wait. It was George H. I thought it was George W. H. Mm, H. W. Oh, thank God. Yeah, no, no, no. If George Bush died, like the if W died, there would have been so many like shittier memes. It was a joke. Never mind. Just oh, I'm just playing dumb military just jokes. Let me, well. Yeah, let me. Well. Well. Anyway, can you um, do that so, again? That actually sounded kind of cool. Well, 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 well. It's like saying soundbite. LOL. Please stop. Soundbite. So, snell you, brother. We're bringing them all back. I know, dude. It's like we need to get right back on track. So I want to get. Jarbo, give me your impression. Like, what do you feel like? Um, so, all of the, like everything that's going on in the Middle East that's happened in the past twenty years is related straight back to Bush Senior. So, how do you feel? I'm going to be one hundred percent honest. I am kind of indifferent. I, I just, yeah. I, like, okay, it, he has a very impressive list of accomplishments and service, and he gave up. You know, after Pearl, uh, Pearl Harbor, he went and. Uh, volunteered to join the ranks to go fight the enemy in World War II, and that's something to be commended. And he did that at the age of 17, became one of the youngest fighter pilot, pilots in the, in the history of the country, and dedicated, you know, decades, you know, nearly, I mean, half a century to 60 years to public service to his country. And rightly or wrongly, I mean, that's something that needs to be commended, and I think it needs to be said. And I don't like how people that more one my side really have just been talking about how awful of a guy he was like, you know, have some damn respect for the yeah, dead. Yeah, you know? Everyone, like, everyone deserves We it. don't have to, we're not going to put the entry into the, you know, the encyclopedia on George HW Bush today. You know, you can have one day to just don't be an asshole. Like just reflection. Just will reflect. Come, yeah, you reflection know, like his sure. legacy will come in time. But in this world that we live in, that everybody has to have a hot take and everybody has to have likes on Twitter and get retweeted and this shit like that. Clickbait. Right. Everybody has to have an opinion. Like, just say, I'm sorry he died. I'm sorry for his family. And we lost a great president in a time where civility mattered and it's different than what we have right now. And we can reflect on what was good and what was bad later. But man, just give, just back off, man. Well, you don't have to be woke about something every day. Yeah. One simple trick to find out how to ruin a person's legacy. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like that kind of shit, dude. Yeah. Put it on, put it on Twitter and just let, the ugliness of the internet. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe it's that. maybe it's a payback for everyone feeling like they've been owning the libs for the past, yeah. you know, fucking so, two years. So, I mean, years. you ask me what I think about the death of uh, President uh, Bush. I'm uh, sorry for his family. I'm uh, sorry that he died. I mean, he was old. I yeah, mean, he was old. I mean, it's not like he was, he was like, an I mean, unexpected yeah. death. I mean, and he went peacefully with his family and i think that's the way that i think we'd all like to go he had lived a long life and a full life yeah it's you not know, like he full yeah. life. how old was he 94 he, yeah he's up in 94. his 90s 94 so he lived a full life in service to his country and doing what he thought was right and that's something to be commended but his legacy doesn't have to be written today you know mm. we can reflect on that but there's just don't be an asshole that, yeah, it's, man. It's, don't I mean, be an asshole. It, yeah. It's that simple. Talking bad about the dead's kind of like you know it's just fucked up anyway. Yeah, but, and especially coming from 
people on the left who talk about tolerance and love for everybody. It's like, dude, you gotta, you gotta practice that both ways. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's we gotta can, go to everybody. We can talk shit about him here in a, like give him at least like a few months to just like, you know, <laughs> yeah. we can talk shit a too soon. While. Yeah, man. But, um, I guess other news, let's go into, I guess some sports talk. I mean, the biggest thing relevant to us sports lately is, um, the citrus bowl. <clears throat> How do y'all feel about that? Cause personally I am excited. Um, Penn state online and on Reddit and the college football, uh, subreddit, they are, very disappointed to be playing Kentucky because they just look at the name. And I don't think that they realize that they are in for a rude awakening because I think that we are much better than they think we are. No, I agree 100%. Um, kind of scooting off of that, did you see where Stoops got the SEC Coach of the Year? Hey, well-deserved, absolutely. absolutely. I think yeah, well-deserved, and Josh Allen is the best defensive player SEC in the nation. Player. Yeah, I, mean, I think he's got, the best player in the nation. I agree, but he got awarded the SEC player. When will they do yeah, the national award? Yeah, when, yeah when defense will, player. When will they do the national awards for that? They'll be at the end of the season? I'm not sure. He's a finalist they do it for in it. Between, they do it in between the bowl champion, like the – the conference championship week and the national championships. So it'll be sometime within the next week or two. Yeah. Uh, what okay. Is, what is that award called? Uh, Buckus maybe. Is that no Walter camp? Yeah, that's what Walter, it is. Walter he's, camp. he's a finalist. Who's can we, I'll look up who's the finalist with. On yeah. That well, I mean there, and then like the main, the, there's one award. It's not Heisman, but it's like just best player. It might be, that might be Walter camp, which I might be wrong about, but it's like, it was four quarterbacks and Josh Allen. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, if that's like the case, then he's like obviously the best defensive yeah. player. I think the unfortunate thing about this season is that we we let our basketball crazy kind of slip into football season. Oh, and, dude. And we're, we're in the middle of, you know, a historic 9-3 and three season and 5-3 and three in the SEC, and people are disappointed about that. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, it's going to be a long time before we have – we're in this invested in a football season. Well, so, see, I did the exact opposite because I was so excited about football – like five games into the basketball season, I was like, shit, I don't even know who these players are. <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention because football was so good. Yeah. And it was so exciting. Yeah. we uh, My wife and I got a cat and we named it Benny. You know? Benny? Just, yeah. Yeah. We were just completely bought into this season. And a nine and three is something that we should all be really proud of. But like... The basketball crazy came in. Uh, the thing that sucks the most, dude, is like, how are Kentucky football fans going to act like they deserve more or something? Like, dude, I'm very disappointed that we didn't show up for Tennessee and we should have won 10 games. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time. It's still a great season. At the same time, it's still a great season, dude. We haven't yeah. won this many games since, what, 77? Yeah. And it's kind of like, dude, in my lifetime, we've never been this good. See, and my mom had a really good analogy for this. She was talking about the Tennessee game. Like, I'm from Frankfurt, and I played football. And when we would go play Lexington School, like we'd go play Lexington Catholic or even at Lafayette or something like that, and even if Lafayette or Lexington Catholic had a down year, they were still a Lexington School, and they had that mental edge on you, and they were going to beat you no matter what. And that's kind of what happened with Tennessee. There's just a mental thing of going into Neyland Stadium and playing there. Well, and I mean, also sports happen. I explained this to somebody Sports the other day. happen, man. A team takes an L. Ohio State took an L to Purdue. Yeah, and they yeah. got their ass kicked by Purdue. Um, yeah. Georgia out, took an L to LSU. Yeah, yeah. Georgia's better. We Ohio had, State's better. We had better. one Kentucky football moment all year. And it was Tennessee. And it was Tennessee, and maybe that, maybe at Texas A&M in overtime. Yeah, right? but, even, okay. but even that. Even no, that, that was should, still a great game. Yeah, yeah even, it was a great game. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I was watching that, and like I tried to step back a little bit, and I don't get as mad about football for Kentucky football as I do for Kentucky basketball because I don't have the expectation. And watching that game as just kind of like trying to be neutral, if you were just watching that as a person that didn't care, it was a fantastic Great football, football game. game. It, was, it, it was probably game of the day, absolutely. Oh. Going to at Texas A&M overtime, Kentucky and Texas A&M, it was 
Fantastic. And game like, to and watch. you know who else got beat by one score in an overtime game at Texas A&M was LSU. And that's the big win that everybody says that puts Florida over the edge. Oh, we're well, better than Florida. It's bullshit that we they, beat Florida. Yeah, yeah. we head beat head. them head at, at Florida. And the same day we that we beat got beat handily. by Tennessee, yeah. And the yeah. same day we got beat by Tennessee, Florida took a loss at home to Missouri, a team and who that we, we beat. beat on the road at Missouri. So this every game matters in the football season. Like they are not. It's because they're Florida. It's because they're Florida, Florida. and yeah. we're Kentucky, and there is so much money. Mm-hmm. Pulled in those bowl games. Like, Absolutely. Wait your turn, Kentucky. Get out here. Let the big boys talk. I yeah. think the thing is, like, I think Kentucky fans might flood a bowl game more than a, a Florida would because, I mean, Florida is going to be like, oh, we're disappointed we didn't make the fucking, you know, that kind of thing. And Kentucky fans are like, fuck, I'm just happy to be in a bowl game that's not the fucking yeah, Music and, City and Bowl. I'm going, and I'm Let's going go to Florida. Florida. Let's go yeah. to Florida. Like, yeah. Kentucky, like, we've got people with money that travel. And oh, even if yeah. they don't have money, they've got enough money that they've put away that just they for can this. Travel, yeah. You know? yeah, Hot just, take. I know the Citrus Bowl is a better bowl. But I'd much rather be in Nashville than no, 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 no. Oh, Nashville, so much fun. No, so much. No, no, no. I'm saying the Music City Bowl. I don't care about that. We can get that anytime. We can get seven wins. anytime. no. I was saying the city itself. Okay, I will. Okay, funny off topic. When I went to Daytona Beach with Jordan and D, we went down there and I met these girls that lived in Orlando. And they were like, hey, you want to run to Orlando real quick with me? And I ended up getting kidnapped by these girls and taken to the swamps of Orlando for like three hours before I made it back. I'm to pretty Daytona. sure there's a city in Orlando. I don't think it's I don't think it's swamps. swamps. No, yeah. no, no. Like there's they, like on the outskirts of Orlando. There's some like real swampy wow. type like Everglades. Did type you hear shit. the banjos? It, it started a little bit. And I was like, I might need to get the fuck out of here. But anyway, college football playoff, though, do you all think, honestly, I honestly do not have a problem, and it's amazing that they're an underdog story now, which I think is hilarious. Go on, Jalen. But (laughs) go on, Jalen. I love him. I saw your tweet earlier. I I agreed with it, and you know, I don't really have a problem with it. I know Georgia fans are kind of upset, and I know Ohio State fans are upset a little bit, but really, how can you really argue? There's three undefeated teams, and the other one is a conference champion that avenged their one loss to the team that beat them in, in convincing fashion. Yeah. Notre Dame's not very good. I don't think so either, yeah, and I'm ready. Terrible. Dude, I'm so excited for Clemson to put it on. It's going to be like 70-3. Like to three. Yeah, like 40-point win. Am I the only one that's going to be pulling for the Irish? I, yes. You know, okay. my name is Rudy, Shannon. Rudy, Rudy, but they're just not good. I just I do not like the fact that they have <laughs> the not arrog- worth my time or they, effort to root for them. They have the arrogance to think that they don't have to like be in a conference, and that pisses me off. I love that. I absolutely love it. Well, see, I'm on the different side. And like the thing is, they placed like, oh, okay, they played USC. USC hasn't been good since Reggie Bush was there, you know. Tell me I'm wrong. It, USC's not a big game anymore. They finish like 6-6 six and six every year now. And they're in the Pac-12. Reggie, which, Pac-12. which is up and down sucks. I'm Reggie, just Reggie hoping. <laughs> Reggie Bush. I'm just hoping Vegas thinks that Notre Dame's actually good. No, you're trying to get the bet. I'm trying, I'm trying to, to see what the spread's going to be. trying to get some money. And would you, I think the spread of the Penn State-Kentucky game was like Penn State minus 7, which I think – Ooh. I, I, I might take that. Take, I was going to say, I take, take the Cats. State. You think Dude, State's... On seven, that's one score? You think State's going to be a spot more than that? Yeah, I do. You I really do? I do. I think yeah. our defense is better than that. I think we win by three. This is the Walter Camp website itself, waltercamp.org, and Josh Allen's the top picture for the whole article. Nice. Four quarterbacks and one linebacker. Well Honestly, deserved. Well you know, deserved. The thing the four-year is, kid that came in is like what? Two-star. Yeah, came as a yeah. two-star like receiver or something and transferred. He's he was best, a wide receiver in, yeah, in uh, high best, school, yeah. He's the best defensive end in the country. Here's what's going to happen at Penn State. Getting gonna gonna one second on left on the clock. It's going to be a tie game. We're going to pull our red shirt kicker. He's going to make the game-winning field goal UK by three. 
You think so? We're going to pull the redshirted kicker because our, our kicker this year is garbage. The day that Stoops pulls a redshirt kicker. It doesn't matter now. You can have four games. I know. What I'm saying, the day he pulls a redshirt kicker for anything, a redshirt anybody, is the day I suck my own dick. <laughs> All right, Marilyn Manson, how many ribs have you got left? Not enough Not to enough. do that. <laughs> well, last time we bet about a UK game, you only paid 10%. So you're just going to do the tip? Or? Just, just the tip. Just okay. the tip, yeah. Just for a second, just to see how it feels. Yeah, just to see if I can. But who do you all think is going to win it? I mean, I, when I watch Clemson play, like, I've watched them play a few times this year, and it's kind of like I'm not convinced that they are on the same level as Georgia and Alabama. It'll be, no. it'll be Alabama Clemson in the final game, I and think Alabama it, will destroy them. I think that that's what's going to happen again. And, you know, for ratings and stuff, it's going to be a fantastic game, hopefully. And I just I think Alabama is just better in every way. I think – I know we just saw it and Georgia lost, but I think there's not going to be a better matchup than Bama Georgia. No, I think Bama, no, that I think, was the best game of I think, the year. I think 100%. I think Bama and Georgia are one and two, and I think that the loss that Georgia had was just Georgia being Georgia. If they hadn't faked that fucking punt, they go to overtime and anything can happen. Anything right. can happen in OT. You know, Jalen was riding on magic at that point, and oh, if you keep him in there long enough, there's time for him to make a mistake. You know, if you go to overtime, you go to two overtimes. There's time for him to throw an interception. Well, there's time for him to well fall. now. Go ahead, go ahead, Taylor. Is Tua out for the season now, or is he coming back? I, they've I'm got not like sure. a, I think I'm he's got sure. a month to get healthy. Yeah. I think he'll be yeah. back. Saban okay. is Bill Belichick, right? Yeah, of he's college a, football. He's, he's a not football whisperer. You. Yeah, yeah, he's not going to tell you. Like if Tua can play, he's going to say, "Well, we're going to have both guys in practice. Game day decision. Whoever whoever looks better in practice yeah, is going to play. You're going to find out the day before the game. Yeah, and it wouldn't surprise me if they split it half and a half. It wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me a bit. No, I mean they might roll out with the first game against Oklahoma. They'll have Tua go out, or they'll have Jalen go out there first, and then maybe even in the championship game start Tua yeah. instead. I would definitely use Jalen first against Oklahoma because it's going to be a, it's going to be an easier win. Don't get too hurt again. I don't know about that, man. Oklahoma can score points, but I don't know if they can play any defense. Buddy, it's the playoffs. They can sit anybody. Whatever that game is, take the over. I was going to say, yeah, please. Take the over. Because I think they might put up like maybe 35, 40 points. Who can they score points against? It's going to be like the Chiefs-Rams game. Which was one of the best football games at any level I've ever seen. You said they can score points. Offensively. What kind of defenses have they actually played? They haven't played any defenses. The Big 12 doesn't play defense. Exactly. So they can score points against the Big 12 But but, But I'm saying they might not score 56. They might score 35, you know, and 35 points against an Alabama defense. They can win you. They can win you a game. It really can. Because, you know, Bama the last couple weeks has struggled in the first half. They haven't looked good. They were tied 10 to the Citadel. At halftime, yep. they yeah. came out and won. They you know, blew them out of the yeah, end. Exactly. But. but if you get down, like they got down against Georgia, and I would argue that Oklahoma has a higher powered offense. Than oh, Georgia. much, much. They much. got down against Georgia, and it took every bit of them being it Alabama. Took some, that it Alabama took some, magic. Yeah, well, it, it took, took also every Cur- bit of it. It took Kirby Smart making a terrible fucking Huge decision. Mistake. And, Huge the th- mistake. and the thing is, like, hey, let's take a. I was going to say, no, we're good. But Kirby Smart made a terrible decision. It, it just punt that away, let it go to overtime. I just. Kyler Murray is electric. He is so fun to watch. Yeah. If you haven't watched mm-hmm. him play this year, he is the fastest guy that I've seen play the quarterback position at any level, he, easily. And he's so fun to watch. More than Michael Vick. Well, okay. Well, it's about the same. Okay. It's about the same. Ooh, that's a broad, that's, that's, that's a bold take. That's a bold <laughs> comparison right dude, there. Right, there before, was a before bold he move, killed God. the puppies. Put it on the board. He didn't kill the puppies. The other puppies killed the puppies. Wow, it was it was wrong. <laughs> it was a friend of a friend of a friend who <laughs> let the puppies together. Who the puppies killed? Yeah, but, right. But there was a play in the in the first time that Texas and uh, Oklahoma played, and I just saw Kyler Murray. He like scrambled. Nothing was there, and like, dude, we think that Terry Wilson's pretty fast. 
It's not even fucking fastest close. player on the team. It's not even fucking fastest close. gun in the West. Well, I mean, he's not just fast. He's a you know, he's he can late. throw on the run. He can throw in the pocket. He can make something there, and he falls forward when he gets hit. Yeah, it's, he does. Yeah. He does everything right. He, he does everything you would want him hit. to do. You know what's great? What? what is Terry a sophomore? Yeah, we got, got him two for two years more years. to develop into that. You know, at the beginning of the year, if he's we, allowed to we, throw the ball, we had many hot takes about how we you know what what Gunner Hope, Gunner Hope can fucking kick bricks. I don't want him ever playing again. There was only Allegedly. one person on this podcast that stuck by Terry. No, I, no, no, no. We uh, I came around week two. Okay, <laughs> I came around to Terry. I I criticized, but I was always a Terry. Fan. I, I, I stuck with Terry. I, I stuck with Terry I stuck with Terry hard. Alleg- the thing is, allegedly hoax uh, transferring. Good, fuck him. Get out of here. You suck. <laughs> how about we? <laughs> Uh, I'm just to be clear, he doesn't suck. He's a Division One athlete. Yes. But at the same time, like he's I, don't, a division, I don't want him to start for my team. He is a Division One exactly. athlete at uh, Boston College. He can go play at Western. Hey, I mean Patrick Tolles did that. And exactly, he's a Patrick Tolles. <laughs> That's fine. But worse. That's fine. I like Patrick Tolles <laughs> much a better. Worse, yeah. But worse, you know. Uh, and all right, I know y'all probably listen to KSR. What's Are you the speculation? Or just spitting? He's dipping. Okay. Yeah. So what's the speculation? Who's this mysterious transfer I've been hearing about? Mm. Uh, I don't know. I'm I couldn't. I couldn't name you three players off Louisville, so I have no idea. No, 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 no. I don't think he's transferring. They're in a transfer from Louisville. I think it's going to be a big name that is. No, we're getting a transfer. It's yeah, a bi- I think we're going to have a big. And don't say that I'm having any sources. I could I'm, have my sources. Are you I'm, scoop? I no, my sources are literally KSR saying. Don't quote them. You know, and I'm pretty sure there was a transfer from Louisville though. We got a commitment from Louisville. We didn't get a transfer. From I'm pretty Louisville. sure they were talking. I don't about want a transfer any transfers from Louisville. From Louisville. <laughs> yeah, what their team fucking sucks. I don't That's want what I'm saying. Well, no one, no one, Matt and the guys like I do, they wouldn't just put something out there no, just to get like. No, if Matt knows it's gonna yeah, happen. If they're teasing information, it means they've got something. Well, and they need you to listen for a week before they tell yeah, you. Yeah, and I think it's like the only big name that I can think of would be like Kelly Bryant or something. You know. Yeah, I have and, no idea. And if I, he, I haven't if, seen anything about if this. If he transferred here, I mean, that's completely fine with me. Yeah. I mean, dude, I would love to have Hopefully that. a nice old lineman. Oh, dude, our low line. We can talk about this discussion of how our O-line did, like, went down throughout the year. And is it just regression or is it just no, tired? No, they're tired. No, they're tired. I mean, you run Benny Snell 30 times a game and then you run A.J. Rose another 10, 15 times a game. O-line's going to be beat O-line up. is going to get tired beat up. And, yeah. They're yeah. tired and they're beat up, and he tried the whole. It almost seemed like he tried the whole like squad thing because he swapped out everybody. Yeah. For they, a few we games. were playing like freshmen at yeah. the, toward the end of the year. Yeah, and I mean teams like Georgia and them, they can do that because their second and third string are Our juniors and seniors, good, yeah, yeah. almost as good as their first string. And that's not to say we had a little bit of that this year. But our you know, fall we had off a is, real SEC team. This our year. fall off though, I mean, it's still going to be greater, but and that takes time to develop. Right. And we're seeing that that. That payoff in the coming years. I mean, what six years for Stoops now? Yeah, and, and it's paying and off. Six years to the day of his of his hire. Six it's, years it, to the day of his hire, he was awarded with the AP SEC Coach of the Year, which was well deserved. I mean, I doing it, the thing is, people say, "Oh, well, he only won nine games." That's at Kentucky, man. Yeah. It's a little bit harder here. And the way that Benny Snell just he continues to amaze me because the Snell, thing, he, yeah, brother, exactly <laughs> the, the thing he doesn't have that the the. He doesn't have the speed. He doesn't have that next gear. He doesn't. He's He's a little bulldog. He's a one-cut vision running back, and he'll take a hit and keep going. And like Kyler Murray, he falls forward. But I've noticed, and I noticed, like midway through the season, he stopped falling forward as much as he had been. Well, he's tired. He's tired. He's tired. That's understandable. Do you all think he gets 108 yards um, for the ball game? Man, I hope he does. I hope he does too. I hope he does. I can see it happening. I root for this kid. I root for this kid. I mean, because he was snubbed. By a lot of people in his recruitment, he came to Kentucky and he played with a chip on his shoulder. 
you can tell he just loves to play the game. You can tell he loves Kentucky. Yeah, too. and he loves being in Kentucky. And I, I wish nothing but the best for that kid. Yeah. No, I agree 100. percent Well, enough about Kentucky sports, and I know Benny. We love Benny a lot, but um, time for um, what's the beef? Move. All right, so I'm gonna open this up because I have some really personal beef that I want to get off my chest that really um, really pissed me off, dude. So. A couple days ago, this guy that we work with, I think actually it was last, like two nights ago, he um, he's a pretty nice guy, worked with him, he's, but he just wasn't, he's a terrible server, you know, just really fucking shitty at his job. And that's okay. quite a few of those. And, that, and that's okay. You know, if you're a shitty server, it I've is what it is. I've been one of those. It, that's <laughs> fine. And that's fine. I remember. But anyway, he got fired and they told him, you know, don't worry about coming back. We'll put you on the, we'll put you on, we'll not put you on the schedule. That's all fine and dandy. But. He was still in like the Snapchat like beer or whatever. I'm not gonna say the name, but he was, he was in a Snapchat group. It was like I know, right? He was in a Snapchat <laughs> group, name, but I'm not gonna say the name. He was in a Snapchat group, and he was like openly talking shit about and spreading rumors about our bar manager. And he said, "Boner? Oh, no, no, no. Boner's not the bar manager. <laughs> I thought he was. No. Oh. Anyway, so he's spreading rumors about our bar manager and said, "Oh, the guy that does cocaine all the time at work." He does all this, that, and the other. He's drunk constantly and everything. First off, that's complete hearsay and lies. And the guy that was doing that, and like the guy, like the guy spreading the rumors and telling people this, was like he always was smoking before work and like did DMT constantly. Which that's fine. That's your fucking personal life. But the main point of this is the guy ended up like the GM found out about it, and then the owner found out about it. And through the hearsay of a Snapchat group started by rumors from a former disgruntled employee that's been fired, bar manager got fired today because of hearsay. And I just, I think that that is complete bullshit that they would take and do that. And I, I dude, it really, that really hurts me because the guy's a really solid guy and all he did was ever try to do the best for his employees. And the fact that he's not with a job right now really upsets me. And I think, I, I don't know, dude, the fact that, if you could be an owner to fire somebody off something like that without even like giving a guy a chance to even talk to you and be like, no, nah, that's bullshit, man. Why would you even consider the like the opinion of a guy that's been fired that's a known idiot? You know, like I just think that's stupid. Yeah, that is bullshit. Yeah. But anyway, hey, that's look, that's my beef. Look at the right side. Shane's getting a promotion. No, I'm not getting a promotion. I am actually uh, in the market for a new job. Oh, oh. oh I'm taking a stand. Proud yeah, I'm um, I'm not cool with I that. I like it. I'm not like cool with that. Too. I think everyone else's job is on the line, and they have been for a little while now. And that place, I don't make enough money, first off, and I am not okay with it. So, so yeah. just to play devil's advocate, I mean, be the owner. You know, I mean, you've got a brand to protect, and if that's something that's going to impact your sales, I mean, you got to take action. I agree with that 100. But there's still room to have a exactly. conversation. Yeah, there needs to be an internal investigation. You know, everybody deserves their day to give their side of the, the story. The, the, the thing that's, is, the thing is, they couldn't. There's nothing that could hurt that brand any more than it already is. Yeah. Well, that the thing is, that place has a terrible reputation already for doing stuff just like this, and that's why people can't work there because they'll fire somebody off hearsay from a former employee. And it's hard to find the entrance of the Hamburg one. Well, and that one's closed <laughs> down. That one should just, that one should just shut this, down. Uh, How do I get un, in? This unnamed, uh, yeah, no, unnamed uh, establishment. Is it after uh, he already said that. Hey, can we redact that name? No, yeah. I don't redact. Oh, fuck. Hey, can you just go through and add a beep? A beep. <laughs> I work at beep. Wait, wait. Say it one more time. Beep. I'm going to use that. There hey, you wait, go. Wait, wait. Okay. Let me do a little bit. 
Boop. Not boop. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. Yeah. All right. And, well, anyway, I just, I mean, it's just, I think that's so outrageous, man. That no, it's tough. Like, for sure. And if he's fired for that, that's going to follow his employment history. Mm, well, he can't even use well, him as a reference. As a reference. Well, well, the guy, the guy is a super, really good bar manager. He was working like 75 hours a week and like. Just I, hustling. He was a really good dude. He looked out for his employees and the fucked up thing is. He like took the guy that talked shit about him and tried to take him under his wing and try to make him a better server. And the guy ended up just throwing it back in his face and scorching the ground on his and, way and out. And if you've done this work, you for know, a, it, for a week, you know, it's it's a hustle. I yeah, mean, it's man. hard to do. Yeah. And it's hard to find good people to do it. Maybe and, for and, you. And the, it's hard to find employees. That's the hardest thing. Yeah. Well, anyway, Taylor, let's move on from mine. What's your beef, my guy? My beef is a little bit more lighthearted, and it is uh, going to kind of be hard for the podcast listeners to really understand. But I want Alex and I want Shannon to look me in the eyes right now. Oh, God. The fuck did I do, man? Do you notice anything? You're not wearing glasses. That's my goddamn beef. I walked in the door. No one said, hey, you're wearing class or contacts today. So what? You're mad at us for like accepting that you should have normal vision? Yes. Because you know what? I've been to three different places today and all my friends were like, damn, you ain't got glasses on. And I walked in today. You don't always wear. You don't always. Wear I haven't had contacts though. for six goddamn years. Yeah, but you don't always wear glasses. I've I can't you. see without them. Yeah, but you just I always I mean, wear glasses. Is it, it's not my fault. You would sometimes just not be able to see things. I around always me. wear glasses. I thought I we don't were notice them because I always wear glasses as well. So I, thought I have we a good were excuse. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got my haircut. And it's not like you all said anything to me when I came in. What? We already had a conversation. You with sound your like haircut my today. wife. <laughs> I just, he sounds like your wife. I just me. wanted you all to say, hey, man. You, you have a you, whack you, beef. You changed it up. You have a whack beef. Whatever. <laughs> it hurt me. Do you hate the contacts yet? Because I hate contacts. I don't like them. I just put them my in. My eyes just get dry. Contacts. I, I have them. Yeah, I have for you. I have, belly. I have single day contacts and I use them for one thing and one thing only. Keeneland. So I can wear sunglasses and still see. Right, yeah. Fair no, enough. No, you should just get transitions and be that guy. That's no, that's no. even worse. <laughs> just be that guy with transitions. Don't do that. Well, besides the, the Jarbo seems like a transition kind of guy. I've never worn glasses in my life. Shannon I wasn't talking li- about glasses. Shannon doesn't like transition guys. <laughs> this no, no, this this meme was brought to you by Perfect Sight Individuals. Thank you. That was good. No, that was real good. It took me a second. That was good. Still upset you didn't notice. Uh, it's okay, man. And he said transitions. We're not gonna go back to episode. One. Oh my god, I just unplugged my headset. What? Okay, I'm what? Back. Talk shit about Shannon. He's gone. Oh, he's I'm back. back. I'm back. I'm back. Anyway, Alex, what do you have for us, man? All right, yeah. So I've got I've got some um some beef. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like sounds like it. Is it Kobe beef? So shut up. <laughs> two blocks away from my house, the city comes by in the winter every year. Okay. And all you gotta do is push your leaves to the front. And they come by and suck them up with a big vacuum. They do that all the neighborhoods around. Them. So this neighborhood like a gets job the for suck. Shannon. Yeah. But my neighborhood, they do not do that. <laughs> this, this is the, they don't get you the suck over here. Yeah, bro. No suck. I That's what you got Sarah for. I have to bag my leaves. What? Like you're a heathen? Yeah. Why don't you just mow them like a normal person? How about you just blow them into the street? Fucking. <laughs> I thought just about kidding. doing it, well, dude. My- I got a funny story about that after this is done. Sorry. Sorry. Well, yeah. That's all I had. I'm just kind of mad that they do like the nicer neighborhood two blocks away, but my neighborhood, they're like, nah, they can just have leaves in there. I think we're close enough to Tate's Creek that they don't want to come over here. Well, like two blocks away, they do. <laughs> nah, it. man, that's the hood. I ain't coming. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know. Trent Avenue's right down there, man. I, Our suck machine's going to be on leaves. cinder blocks. Anyway, what's your, uh, before we go to Jarbo's Beef, what's your uh, quick uh, So, you know, story? we got we got property and whatnot. So we have like worker groups that come and work for us. So we had a group come and, uh, literally rake up all the leaves and all that shit at my dad's house and 
as soon as they were doing that, the dude across the street was blowing leaves into the fucking dry, the <laughs> road, like across into it. My dad went outside, just pointed. All the little workers just went across the street, just started like lighting into the like fight, not fighting, but like yelling at this guy for blowing shit into his right, road. So were the workers? Um, Don't say it. I was no, no, were they, were they no, seeking no, asylum? No, no, no. <laughs> were they seeking asylum? <laughs> you know, I was trying to be respectful, not saying exactly what, what it so, was. So when they cuss them out, did the guy even understand what they were saying? Hey, punta. <laughs> so they got the reference. Okay. Yes. Job, I remember Shannon is the liberal out of the three of us. I was trying to be PC. Hey, man, man it's cocktails and memes, not cocktails and PC, okay? Well, obviously, listen to episode a, one. I had a beef. I think I might change it to just Shannon. <laughs> I'm I think my, my beef this week is having to do this damn podcast. We got to own the libtards. No. Uh, my <laughs> we, beef. We'll take out your name. Don't worry, buddy. <laughs> name Redacted is joining yeah, us on my, the show. Uh, my beef. I got married in July. Um, that's your bad beef. Choice. No, 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 no. Worst decision I ever made. No. <laughs> No, because uh, <laughs> I, I know I know Molly's going to eventually listen to this. So let me rephrase that. All right, bring let it back me in. rephrase that. Uh, Don't cut this. Don't cut this content. Good I'm content. Not. Yeah, my my beef is is thank you notes. It's thank you notes. We are so far behind on them because it's it we're busy, and it's only people that are over the age of fifty or sixty that care about that the- that are like and, and people are like calling my mom. They probably haven't talked to my mom in probably like five or six years. And they're Where like, the fuck is my yeah, thank yeah, you Why note? haven't I gotten a thank you note? I'm like, why did you give a gift? So that, <laughs> I, why, so that I have to like, obviously I'm very, very thankful for that wonderful I, dinner platter you gave me. And don't Alex, know you. yeah, Alex yeah, gave I, me a great set of throw pillows. You know that, yeah, that I, I went and bought him throw pillows. Or were they pure one? But he's not even no, happy. I, I, married, I told so. Sierra to grab something off the registry yeah. and she uh, did so it. So it's, my wife's a teacher. I work in politics. So like the fall, especially during election years, our busy time. And people are like, why haven't you done this? I'm like, well, because we didn't quit working until about two o'clock last night. And I'm sorry, I just didn't get to it. And we're gonna. But it's, why, why are you calling my mom, man? I'm a grown ass man. Like, call, you, me, you call, call me. Call me. Call me. Call me. I haven't even started thank you notes. They're no. going to take you forever. And like we even went through it and like as we were opening gifts made a list of this person gave us this thing. This is their address. We're going to do the thank you notes and we just have not done them. It sounds like an awful time. It that no, sounds no, look, like, look, you know what that and, sounds like to me? Sounds like a good reason to not get married. Sounds like a Sierra job. Yeah, I was going to say. It sounds like something that's yeah, never going to get done. You, you say that until she says, Alex, come here and work on this. <laughs> I was say, yeah. She says, you're jump, just, you say how high. You're married now. Yeah. You're roped in. You can't get out of that. Yeah, that's a really expensive breakup, bud. You're, you're not, you're not going to be able to do it. <laughs> so, point, look, folks. look, I don't want to sound like I'm unappreciative and everything. Kind of sounds like, like you are. He doesn't, even <laughs> like, he doesn't even appreciate my throw pillow. You, you didn't appreciate wow. the throw pillow? I'll tell you what I don't appreciate. Did you get a nice gravy boat? I'd say what's worse than that. My real beef is when people RSVP to come to your wedding. And you have to pay for their meal, and then they don't come, aka Shannon. I was gonna say I didn't. I didn't do that. Okay, yeah, look I, at me. I, I just met you today, man. I called in a couple days in advance. Okay, I, I will say. Yeah, you were a no call, no show, Shannon. I, like he I'm at least fired. put it on the schedule that he was. Neither one of y'all showed up to this dude's wedding. I didn't go to his either. I couldn't get out of work, and he couldn't get out of work. I was in a wedding, but uh, your your gifts in the mail. <laughs> don't send him a fucking thank you note, though. All yeah. three of you are awful friends. You want to hear my excuse? I don't care. <laughs> well, okay, then fine. <laughs> right. Moving on with the podcast. My boss's parrot died, and they had to leave town parrot? to cover. Parents. Oh, I thought you said I thought parrot. He said parrot. <laughs> like died, so like, I had to. Co- you wanna, you I had to cover the work. I couldn't get out of. You want to? Okay, so when was your wedding again? July twenty first. You want to know what happened? 
Not really. Hey, don't worry. Know. We'll be there for the second one. I want one. a reason just to be mad at you. Okay, like, I'll tell you off podcast. Yeah, but tell me what, off. Tell me I'll, off I'll tell you off podcast <laughs> why it didn't happen, but um, it's pretty depressing. Yeah, this is the same guy who's talking, you know, talking dirt on me for not showing up to do the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, you asshole. I paid, I paid for your meal. You hey, paid for two. I paid for two <laughs> meals. You paid for two, and um, <laughs> if I would have showed up, it would only been one. Uh, okay. Listen, listen, yeah. listen. We'll all three be there for the next one. <laughs> oh, yeah, what look, you, look, I was going to say. I, I've been very, very clear about this. I'm getting married one time. I, I did the same thing. That's <laughs> it. Time. Look, all right, one so y'all can show up to my third wedding, all right? Right. <laughs> so, I'm going to miss the first two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, so we've all had good beef and everything, but it's time to go into Shannon's favorite segment. Why Shannon said, Bah, again. <laughs> so, greatest of all time, <laughs> this week we're going to do pizza Damn, topic. I thought this was why Shannon said. No, 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 no. No why Shannon said. If you want to hear that, you can look up my new podcast, www. No. Okay, <laughs> why would you send them to a website? Because nah, they could just check it out and then follow the link to no, iTunes. No, follow him on Twitter. It's, he tells you why he's sad. It, yeah, follow, I was going to say, was, if you want to... He was sending him to the website for his nudes, and sad. the nudes would redirect him to the sad podcast. I was going to say, if you want, if you want to like really find out why Shannon said, at Kitty High Five. Yeah, find him on Twitter. Yeah. Hit him up on SoundCloud. Oh, please, <laughs> Follow me. Yeah. Yeah, please check don't. out my SoundCloud. Yeah, it's it's going to ruin your day. have a just, SoundCloud. Well, I could. We have a SoundCloud. I have a SoundCloud. It goes through my personal Jesus. SoundCloud. No, it doesn't. I have a SoundCloud. Yes, no, we created our own SoundCloud because he gave me we, the login. It's us. It's us. It's an us. The logo is, but it's, okay. it's my right, personal. Whatever. Regardless. Mute I'm, his mic. I don't want to hear him anymore. I know. Fuck him. I want to hear his opening thing for this. What's your greatest of all time pizza topping? I just found out about it recently because it's kind of new, but it's at it's at a national chain at Donato's. Okay. The single topping is going to be fried buffalo chicken. The, the pizza is Nashville hot chicken pizza. I don't like anything Tennessee related. Oh, no, man. Nashville's hot pretty cool. Hot chicken's pretty good. Oh, no. So fuck, this, fuck this Nashville Daniels. hot chicken pizza at Donato's has the fried hot chicken. Is this what we ordered today? It has pickles. Oh, I'm out. Mm-mm. I know, I'm kind of with it. Nope. I'm, I'm interested now. You piqued my interest. I'm yeah, done. it has all the toppings of a Nashville hot chicken sandwich with a little ranch on a pizza. Can I get it without pickles? You I'm could, sure you but could. here's the thing: those they're yeah, like no, very can't, high can't quality. They're high quality pickles. You're not going to convince me. I don't eat pickles. Doesn't matter. You what don't they, eat pickles. Pickles. No pickles for me. <laughs> 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 no pickles. Well, what about you then, dog? What's your favorite greatest of all time uh, topping? I'm kind of boring. I like pepperoni and banana peppers. Mm. Dip I mean, dipping a little bit of ranch. I can't hate it. I, can I, I can't either. find anything I, wrong with it. I wouldn't it order it, but it I would blow eat the me shit away. out of it. It doesn't blow me away. Yeah, yeah, I said I'm boring. It's fine. I, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not picking up. I that. like to, yeah. you know. You're not rocking the boat. I like to dabble and like get crazy sometimes. I'm not going to say it's the greatest of all time. I'll have it once and be like, oh, this is great. But if I'm like. Being honest with yourself. Being honest with myself. And I'm like really craving a pizza, it's going to be pepperoni, banana peppers, dip in ranch. All right. So you ready to hear Taylor or Shannon's wrong opinion? Okay. Well, the wrong opinion is that the uh, Nashville bullshit uh, is the greatest of all time. Now, the correct opinion is that, and I don't care if anyone dislikes this, pineapple pizza. Pineapple pizza is... You still peek. If you look away, you still can't yell that loud. You have to yell like this over here. I tried. But anyway, pineapple pizza. But Taylor... um, how you just cut me off? Fuck you. <laughs> because you're irrelevant. That's disgusting. Pineapple. You were wrong. How did, how did pineapples on pizza become like Nickelback? I, like, I don't understand. And you because know it's, it's wrong. People it's still not. people like Nickelback anyway. <laughs> That's a fine. Nickelback's not, like one of the top selling bands in Canada anyway. But like the internet decided one yeah, day where? that like you don't I think like they're from Nickelback. Canada, aren't they? Yeah, they're yeah. from Canada. They're yeah, from Canada. top selling band in Canada doesn't 
count for anything. Well, I mean, Canada gave us also Justin Bieber, so and Shania Twain, which is okay, and Rachel McAdams. Yeah, well, that's even Ooh. better. Yeah, I'm just saying, and like, they have legal, that's, that's, they're legal weed also, and good health care. So let's not shit on Canada. No, 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 Canada. Yeah. A, I'm trying to go up there. I'd rather move. Thank you, Alex. You're pro- You'd rather producer. go live Did under you? a cuck. I'd, I'd be, rather do that than be here. Anyway, so pineapple on pizza is so again. dank. Ooh. Shut up, re. It, pineapple pizza is so good and i know that i'm gonna get some backups on my finger guns over to jarbo so he can a uh, hawaiian pizza if, if if it's up to me and i get to choose it's gonna be a barbecue hawaiian pizza it's gonna have ham pineapples some probably some red onions and barbecue sauce instead of uh tomato sauce. everything Let's, about that sounds delicious except for the pineapples let and me you're give wrong. let me give a medium take on this okay what's the medium take so i can do that pizza if it's fresh cut pineapple, it's what never going to be fresh do, cut pineapple. So, like, if you go to a craft pizza place and you get a pineapple pizza, a lot of times they'll have fresh pineapple. Fair. I can do that. What I can't do is the chunks of pineapple soaking in sugar water come for out six can. months. It is <laughs> yeah. just, it is just a he, six Al, months. Alex here, he's 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 bougie to the fact where he wants pineapple cut I was gonna by say, some guy named Isaac. Like yeah, he wants yeah. a white guy to cut it. Yeah, he needs yeah, to have a flannel, be white. flannel with a because you, you got it at Whole Foods. Okay, fair. Yeah, I love Whole Foods. You like Trader Joe's? Thing well, pineapple right. is good for is when you put it on the grill and then put it on some meat. Oh, it's great. Mm-hmm. See, that's just objectively wrong. Pineapple is good constantly. I love fresh okay. pineapple. I, I hate will, canned I pineapple. will retake my take because I enjoy pineapple like a fresh pineapple, as he said, like eating it as a fruit. So, so, so if you all so let me ask you this what else do you eat out of a fucking can? I do Ugh. a lot of fucking things. Green I mean, beans. Vienna oh, sausages, you fucking weirdo. No, I don't eat those. I don't eat things <laughs> out of cans. Tuna. A tuna out of a can's okay. Tuna's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah. I mean, actually, now that they have the, now that they have the pouches. You don't even need the. Can. And do you know how cheap fresh green beans are? Like, oh, why oh, would you buy green okay, beans? This in a isn't can? this isn't turning into the God's Pantry podcast. Okay, we need to. Get it's back because on you're topic. wrong. We are telling you every reason why you're wrong. Just canned shit. I don't eat canned shit. Well, yeah, regardless, okay, pineapple. On my you make pizza. me some fucking pizza, hand do it with the dough and everything, with your fresh sliced pineapple, and I will come over and eat it. I yeah. just took a pizza class. In, class. You took a pizza class P- in Italy. Pizza class in Italy. Oh, in case you didn't know, he just got married, honeymoon in Italy. I did. You I didn't, did know. You weren't there, but you know it's cool. <laughs> I, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I was actually. I was in Corbin. So yeah, I'll make you some dank fresh pizza. Throw some pasta on the side, a little fresh tiramisu. I'll yeah. come back. Nice for glass that. of Chianti. Well, okay, so <laughs> to serve it with my liver, despite you all's incorrect opinions about pineapple, we're going to move on to the segment while we even have Jarbo here in the first place. We're going to have a nice interview. I really so. don't want to hear it anymore. He said like pineapple on pizza. Wait, we need it. We need a NPR interview. Oh, okay. Well, um, three, two, one. Hey, everybody. Welcome to cocktails and memes. I'm here to interview Jarbo. That you know, mine is treating me as a one name celebrity, like Cher or Usher <laughs> or something like that. Okay. Like that's, that's no, pretty no, no. good NPR. This is, <laughs> yeah, I like the NPR. We yeah. have Eric, we're trying to keep Eric you anonymous. Jarbo. Just yeah, say no. Jarbo. No, there's nothing anonymous about that. Jarby. We'll go with Jarby. Oh man, he hates that's, that. That's, so that's, let's just go. Let's back. just go on EJ. Fuck it. Anyway, welcome Jar- to Jarbo's fine. It's welcome just, to the show, Eric Jarbo. What's your real name, Eric? Eric okay. Jarbo. I mean, that's what we've been calling him. <laughs> okay, <I> was, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not just some weird name. Like it's actually my last name. As I was gonna say, it's not like we. Uh, I don't. If that, is people that call a me Southwell, people call him Jarbo. Yeah, it's weird. I understand. If, if you have just, a last name that can be used like that, I mean, no one's gonna call me Morrison. Morrison. That, that doesn't uh, sound that's right. A, that's a lame name. Yeah, <laughs> lame name. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lame name. Shane name Shannon Reese Morrison the third fucking the third weeb. that's weird because that's not me I fucking weeb it, I'm not the third you jerk I know you're junior it's <laughs> a little mean don't talk shit about my future possible child weeb. out of wedlock <laughs> out of wedlock already <laughs> yeah anyway Eric tell me fetal alcohol syndrome baby mm. Jesus I'm trying to move on <laughs> yeah 
That's right. rough. Probably cut, needs to be cut. Cut that. <laughs> yeah. Moving Wait, on. cut the mic or cut him off? No, cut the Just content. keep going. Anyway. Just go. So, Eric, tell us. Just give us a little overview. What do you do for a living? <laughs> why, are you, why are we wanting to interview you right now? That is a really good question that I don't know how to answer. I have no idea why you people want to interview me. Well, I mean, okay. Then but, the first uh, part, I'm not really I can sure. Tell you, I can tell you a little bit about what I do. Um, I'm, a, I'm a political operative. I mean, it's the easiest way to put it. I've worked in professional politics since about 2012. Um, yes. Political operative. Does that mean you suck dick for votes? No, no, no. It's kind of like Gangs of New York where he actually shaves people's like facial hair and sends them back out to vote again. Okay. No, it's kind of like House of Cards when they bribe all the other people. You're to... the guy that yeah. makes all the fake He's ballots Remy. and shoves it in the box. No. No. Okay, so... Uh, it's so, not, not what I do. So, Sorry, okay. So back to get, what he's actually let's back, doing. Let's, uh, so let's stop memeing and get to the actual interview. What do you... Uh, so he's a political operative. You yeah. work for people. Uh, I've worked... I've done... Just about anything you can do, politically speaking, I've worked directly for candidates. I've worked directly for causes and issues. I've worked for different organizations. I've lobbied the legislature to try to get bills passed and defeated. Um, and I've done, I mean, I've done a lot of things. I've, uh, I've worked in every level. I've done a presidential race. I've done uh, state Senate races. I've done state House races. I've done a Kentucky Senate race. Um, I mean, really just about anything you can do. You worked is, on a bill for the wine industry, didn't you? I did. I did. There was a, uh, uh, the Kentucky Wineries Association hired a firm I was working for, and I was given the lead on that. They were trying to get um, to where they could distill and uh, they could distill brandy uh, so that they could uh, fortify wines on premises, which was technically, it was illegal. Mm -hmm. uh, that bill was ultimately defeated, but it was included in a, um, you know, in a big reform package that passed the next year. Uh, but yeah, there's groups like that, like the winers, uh, the winery association or the Kentucky uh, distillers association, big wine, yeah, big wine, big beer, <laughs> big like, wine. You know, yeah, he came by my winery, met with my owner. Yeah. yeah but he couldn't come to your wedding. Uh, I was in <laughs> another wedding, but yeah, just like there are people that have causes and have things that they want to pass. And they want the, the law to make things a little bit more business friendly or a little bit more receptive to some of the things they want. Uh, it's hard to get access into the legislature if you don't know. So like if I asked you, you guys right now, like, hey, if you wanted to change a law that was going to impact like broadcasting or something, you know, would you know? I, what would to talk, do? I would talk to you. Yeah. Like the first thing you have to do is be able to find a way in and be able to be able to talk to people. So I was able to use relationships that I have with people on the Hill uh, to be able to, you know, get the meeting and say, hey, this is why this is good for you. This is why this is good for your district. You should vote for this. This is, you know, it's backed by these organizations. Um but, you know, that's more of the lobbying thing. And I've been working in campaigns for the past for the past three years. And it's been a completely different beast. Well, I'm going to start off with asking a question. We're going to kind of do a little roundtable a little bit. Um, I wanted to be, um, be more specific. You were in Des Moines for the 2016 caucus. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, well, I wasn't in Des Moines. I was in Cedar Rapids. You, okay. So you, but, yeah, okay, but, but I was I was in Iowa for the 2015-2016 Iowa caucus. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to kind of like go back to because I tell people like when – I discussed like it, I'm interviewing somebody that's been on boots on the ground kind of yeah. kind of thing. And I just want to like think about how like what the actual kind of process behind that is, because a lot of people that are really interested in politics don't really know how to get involved. Sure. Like, somebody like myself. And it's kind of really hard to think like, well, you just kind of like up and quit your job one day just to go work and like knock on doors. That's uh, I mean, not exactly. But that's pretty close to what happened. I mean, for I mean, just to tell you a little bit about what the Iowa caucus is, it's the. Uh, it's the first presidential primary. So in 2016, where you had an incumbent that was leaving, I mean, you had Democrats that were trying to run, and you also had Republicans that were trying to run. 
Um, in Iowa, we call it the wine taster of the political season. It's the Catalina wine mixer. I like it's wine right. tasting. The fucking Catalina the wine mixer. Well, I mean, that's pretty much what it is because these candidates have to go into high school gyms and they have to go door to door themselves pretty much to be able to connect with voters because they're really protective of who they vote for. Because, like, if you win the Iowa caucus, that's in the news cycle for it shapes, three months, it right? It sets it. the tone for who's going to be the front runner out of that. Uh, and New Hampshire's the same way because New Hampshire's second. Um, but I was out there uh, this past time, and I was working for an organization called Next Gen Climate, and they were a uh, more or less a super PAC that was advocating for renewable energy. And, and 30 and by like 50, right? 50 by 30. 50 by 30. 50 by 30. Uh, the, the, that was our hashtag. is like our brand that we wanted everybody to move to a 50% renewable energy economy by the year 2030, which in light of the recent climate report that came out from the federal government, it's probably something we need to be taking and seriously. So right? quite a, it's quite a hard stance to have in right. Kentucky with so, coal and stuff. So too. what we did, um, our job was to talk to as many voters as we could, and we did something kind of revolutionary out there, is that we treated our issue like we would a candidate. So it was my job to organize uh, an organization in Cedar Rapids and North Liberty, Iowa, and Mount Vernon, Iowa, that um, when the candidates would come into my turf, we would have to have four or five people from our organization there, and we would ask the, the candidate a question. And depending on who the candidate was, we'd ask them a different question. But it basically came down to, you know, how are your energy policies good for Iowa? And we would move them across the spectrum of that question. And we really did influence the election, because if you think back uh, at the very start of that election, and it feels like it was 10 years ago. Yeah, God, it's yeah. been like we've been living in the right. twilight zone. But, uh, I mean, the only people that were talking about climate change and renewable energy at the start were like Bernie Sanders and Martin O'Malley. They were the only two that were talking about it. And by the end of that uh, election cycle, even the Republicans had, they had to give an answer. Yeah, because if you don't, you're, they if had you to give an answer. Yeah. And uh, you have people like, like, like Marco Rubio would say, you know, I... I think the market needs to drive that solution, which is a fair point, I guess. And you know, you'd have I agree. You would have as you'd have a very wide variety of, of issues uh, or responses to that question. Um, but that's the the level of access we had to different candidates. I mean, in any given week, I would see Ben Carson, Carly Fiorina, um, Rand Paul was out there. He had a pocket of really strong support out there for some reason. For some reason, yeah. <laughs> Just an I voted for him. And uh, and we would see uh, Ted Cruz. I went to two Donald Trump rallies. I saw Hillary twice, saw Bernie twice. Like, it's just uh, the level of access you have to candidates out there is unlike anything you'd get here. Sorry. Anyway, um, Taylor, do you want to give a, a question to uh, Eric over here? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I guess my question is more of not really much of what exactly you do, but you mentioned earlier that you lobbied for a bill that ultimately didn't get passed the first time around and then you just kind of it got shoved into a big pile of bills and got pushed through okay. how does that exactly work because I, I hear about that a lot like a lot of things that people no, don't we, we talked about schoolhouse yeah. rock last week so, uh, so right. it's no, of, I, no I'm, I'm, I'm just a bill <laughs> sitting on Capitol well it's Hale. actually it's not too far off meaning from, like you know there's yeah. a lot of things that people don't agree with that don't get passed and then the same thing just gets kind of built into other things well, and other things and other things. A lot of it has to do, it comes down to personal politics mm -hmm. and personal relationships. So for example, that bill with the winery association was defeated by the Senate majority leader. His name is Damon Thayer. He's a Senator from Scott County. He carries a lot of, a lot of weight up there in Frankfurt, Uh big old Republican, but you know, he, he's sharp. He, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to play the game. 
And when he found out that our firm was more, we had more people, more Democrats working for us. And that bill was defeated because. Was it partisan? It was pretty partisan. You know, like you didn't want. No victories for the. They didn't want the House Democrats to be able to claim a victory for that because the Winery Association has a lot of money to give in elections. Okay. So they, and there was also some problems coming from, uh, oh, what cabinet was it? Um, I think uh, Commerce, I think. But there was a, a problem with the uh, the uh, cabinet. They had a couple problems with the bill. And they said, we want this to be part of a bigger package. Like, we want it to get done, but it just can't get done right now. Okay. And the other, the other reason was in Kentucky, in your odd year sessions. So, like, this is going to be the, ni- the 2019 session. So, it's mm-hmm. an odd year. That's only a 30-day session. And the, the even years are 60-day sessions. So they're, they've got like a bunch of big things that they have to tackle. And something like a winery bill, it just it just gets pushed back and there's just not enough time it's, to get that kind of not, stuff done. It's not exactly it's not a priority. Issue. Yeah, it's not a priority. And Says you. Well, exactly. <laughs> it's, not to, it's not to the overall. Common right. man. Yeah. So what common they'll do, white American. What they'll do is back in, in 2015. I'm a common white American. Yeah, well... <laughs> Regardless, don't throw off yeah. it by bringing that. Yeah. The uh, the House of Representatives in 2015 was controlled by the Democrats. They passed our bill out Boom. 89 to 11, right? And then it goes to the Senate, which is a Republican-held majority. Yay. And they, uh, they, they hold bills hostage, right? right. So no, the, I the Senate will pass the bill out that they want, and the House will send one out that they want. And if there's not... An agreement, they'll say, "Okay, well, we'll pass this one for you if you'll pass this one for us." So I was going to say, so I guess yeah. in common terms, it's like you scratch my back, I'll scratch exactly. yours. Exactly, and so it's a conglomerate of all these. House of Cards isn't horribly off. No, it's pretty. It's it's yeah. not close. House of Cards is not close. If you want to see what government really looks like, watch the West Wing. <laughs> watch C-SPAN. Yeah, watch C-SPAN. Watch the West Wing, not House Get of Cards. Get up there and ramble on for three hours trying to. Work. That's called What's, a filibuster. Filibuster, yeah. yeah. There's a there's a saying up there that like. Um, um, the person that's really your adversary, if you're say you're in the House of Representatives, mm-hmm. your real adversary isn't the Republicans in the House. It's everybody in the Senate. Like there's a really big, uh, there's just a weird relationship between the Senate and the House that even when Republicans control both as they do now, there's still a lot of back and forth, and they could really never agree on anything until the very last, very last minute. I have two questions. One caveats on the other. And I'm going to say them both, and you can answer. One. I just have to let the podcast know he has the most shit-eating smile yeah, on right I'm, now. Yeah, I'm concerned I'm about concerned where this concerned is about this right One, is taxation theft? Two, why did the chemtrails turn all the frogs gay? Okay, well, <laughs> well gonna, I'll tell you why. I'm going to ignore I'm gonna ignore the second one, but you know how in your beef you were talking about how you're mad about the city didn't come pick up your leaves? Well, how do you think that gets paid for? It's well, taxes. See, the reason I'm mad taxation is if theft. they're going to do it, I'm paying taxes as well. Yeah, so your problem isn't with taxes, is that they didn't come help you. And if you like your, they you help like your, no one. Do you like your? Uh, do you like when the city comes and moves the snow off the street? Like goes pay for taxes. When do, do they do that? They don't do that here. They well, they do. They, they do. do. They, we, they those, move not it off, on my street. They move those, it off uh, New Circle and Nicholsville Road. That's it. Well, we live in Kentucky, to be honest. So. Well, and this is Lexington, yeah. right? This but before Lexington. we came on, you mentioned one. I don't of them give a shit about those people was. living on the sticks. <laughs> no one does. That's the yeah. problem. That's why yeah. Trump won. I'm okay with sales tax. <laughs> yeah, sales tax is fine. Income tax is bullshit. Um, look, I mean, there's just basic services that. Well, I agree with you that I think that you know there are too many taxes, and I think that 
the tax Our money is no, being wasted. Hear me out here. Is that I think the tax system is skewed. I think it helps. It benefits the wealthy more than it does, you know, more lower income people. I think the tax system we have now is very screwed up. I don't think the income tax is le- is legal. I think that that's it's a direct unapportioned tax and it's against the constitution, blah blah blah. We can go in that another time. But for the basic services that we have, like the United States military, it's funded by tax dollars. Um, the Veterans Affairs Hospital, funded by tax dollars. Your uh, public universities get tax dollar money. Your public schools get tax dollar money. Your transportation cabinet to build your roads get tax money. I mean, there are good things that taxes fund, and I'm okay. This is probably what makes me different than a lot of other people, and really a big difference between Democrats and Republicans. That I'm okay with you taking a little bit of my money to help people less fortunate. Than oh, that, that, dude, hundred percent. Right? I think that that's I'm okay with that. But what I'm not okay with is giving people like Jeff Bezos breaks. unlimited tax breaks, yeah. and they can write off their private jets, and they can claim exemptions that the regular people can't. Like even now in the new tax package we have now, if my wife, who's a teacher, goes and buys something for her classroom, she can't write that off in her taxes as business expenses, and that was directly political. That was done to hurt people in California, and it's it's bleeding in, bleeding in here. So, are there problems with taxes? Absolutely. Can it be fixed? Yes, it can be with comprehensive, legitimate, third party based uh, or nonpartisan based tax reform. Third party based. Right. I like third party based. I misspoke. Libertarian. No, he needs. No, he, he, I mean, he just said the libertarian should do it. That's yeah. what I heard. No, okay. No one wants GOP yeah. light. Okay. Yeah, that's that's not that's not what we're talking about. And you know, I thought I was a libertarian for a moment in time. And then you realize it's. And then fucking, I realized, wow, that's not a good idea. And I like GOP voting. Light. I like voting for winners, and that's that's not what you're going to get in the Libertarian Party. But to answer your question about chemtrails, I have. Uh, you're gonna have to talk to Alex Jones about that, man. I don't know, uh, dude. I got my haircut today by a guy. This is random, I know. I got a haircut today from a guy that was while he was cutting my hair was telling me about how the government was using lasers, and that's why California recently had all the wildfires going on. I'm never going back there again, and the haircut wasn't that good. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think everybody should be allowed to vote. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm no. kidding. I'm kidding. Let me get you. Um, let me get you back a little bit on track. So this is more an actual question for you. Um. So tell me, so in politics more, it's about the people you meet and the relationships you build, I, I think. And that's, I feel like that's something that um, people don't think about. And, you know, even with all the degrees and if you have all the learning that you could, it's it, it's more about the people you meet and boots on the ground and actually like talking to people and finding out and getting a real vibe of what is going on. And can you speak to that a little bit? And can you say that through the relationships you made, you're at the position you are because of who you met? Well, I don't want to say. Okay, I mean, it sounds. I'll, I'll, I'll answer. I'll answer. Whenever your you hear that throat gurgling right before a question, yeah, you're yeah. like, uh, well, it sounds. Especially it when sounds, it comes from a politician. Well, it yeah. sounds. It sounds bad, but what, it's really about who you know. What I'll say to that is the relationship building is more important in what I do. I'm. I work in what's called field, so I'm actually the one that's out talking to voters. That's. Um, you know, going door to door. That's hosting the phone banks and everything like that, and making connections on that level is what's more important. That's That's what's more important uh, than anything else. Because what I've found is that people can really disagree on stuff, but if you can just like make them feel like you listened to them and you heard what they were saying and you were able to empathize and say, look, man, I understand, but this is the direction that we want to go. And uh, people are more receptive to you. So as an organizer, I always say that like, if I'm working for a candidate, somebody will come in the door and want to help out the first time because of the candidate but they'll come back because of the relationship they built with you. 
So if I'm going door to door and I find somebody, it usually comes down to want to talk to about abortion or something like that. And even Sing, you have single issue people. Oh, lot, lot and on both sides, lot, yeah. lot of single issue people. But um, even people that are just completely opposed to your position on one thing or another, if you just talk to them and you connect on some kind of value that's behind an issue, they're going to be more than likely they'll at least hear you out. All right. So, well, anyway, great interview. Thank you, Jarbo, Eric, for talking to us. I got one more question. Yep. Do you? Okay, because finish it up. I'm going to move on with this. Yeah, right. I did have one, but I figured it was too like personal. So I, no, I, do, I mean, I'm here. I'll, I'll answer. No, it was about your political beliefs, no, and fine. I don't want to get into that. I don't mind to talk about it. But um, just for like the common man listening, you're you're not a lawyer or anything like that, no, correct? No, no, so. No. How exactly did you, you might've already said this. I've been dealing with some other stuff over here on my phone, but well, how exactly that, did you get into that's it? That's kind of what I was yeah, trying to How did I get into what too. I was doing? Um, my granddad was the first person that I really, I've always had the bug. Like I've, you know, okay. in my history classes and did KYA and Kuna and stuff like okay. that in high school. And, um, you know, won some speaking awards and all that stuff. And finally I found that like, Hey, I've got a knack for this. And then I found out that my grandfather has been a lobbyist for like 40 years. And well, he's been, he was lobbying for Jefferson County public schools. He okay. helped, he helped, uh, helped, uh, with the Kentucky education reform act in the nineties. He helped with busing in Louisville to help desegregate schools and everything. So like some big things. Realistically, I don't think lobbyists are bad. I just like playing. No, it's, it's, for they, the, it's for the meme. A, no, yeah. look, they it's, get a, it's for the, yeah. they get a bad rep and rightfully so there are some dirty people out there. And yeah. some of the things you hear about lobbyists and all that stuff, hundred percent true. 100% true that there's there's money going to places where money shouldn't go. Right. There are people that are, you know, there's a lot of quid pro quo up there. Yeah. Like, yeah, obviously it happens, but that is the the exception and not the norm. There are really a lot of really good people out there that are fighting for the for the right things right. and, you know, whatever. But I got started, um, I did an internship when I was in college um, with a member of the House of Representatives. And then after that, um, I was fortunate enough to get asked uh, to join uh, with my granddad and his and his partners just trying to get my feet wet and see if this was something I wanted to do. Uh, and it was actually a Republican um, who I worked with pretty extensively. Uh, his name is Bob Hellringer. He was a former state representative from Louisville and St. Matthews area. Um, I mean, just if you guys watch uh, Better Call Saul, I mean, he's Saul. I mean, he <laughs> yeah, is Saul. I mean, he's just funny. He used to do these things back uh, in the early 2000s. They would have a roast at the end of every legislative session. And Bob Hellinger would get up there and he'd just roast people. Yeah, and it's, everyone. I mean, it's, I wish they still did it, but there's just people get so damn mad now that they wouldn't yeah. be able to do it. But I worked with Bob in the horse industry uh, and we lobbied for casino gaming. So we Good. had, we had a, uh, we were defeated because uh, we passed it out of the house and went to the Senate and died. Um, just wait till it gets rolled into another one. Right. It'll get, it'll get rolled into some reform package, but it's just so other people can't take credit. But right. getting, getting back to that, like, it just one thing just led to another and I was able to lobby, make some really good contacts there in the horse industry. You know, and then from there was able to get a job with Allison Grimes and her Senate campaign. And just one thing led to another. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, to get started really just go to Frankfurt. And this is my granddad told me when he first started, he had no idea what he was doing. He just went to the Capitol and found the first guy that looked like he knew what he was doing. He went up and introduced... First guy wearing a suit. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. I think what he said, he said, the first swinging dick I saw. <laughs> hey, yeah, perfect. Right? So like he, he went up there and like just shook his hand, and it, that guy just happened to be the Speaker of the House, right? So, <laughs> so that's a hell of a way of getting right, your feet it's, wet. It's, it's, that was it's, the it's, biggest swinging dick there. He ain't wrong. Say, yeah. So, and I've got kind of a story like that. There was a guy, uh, I was walking in the tunnel into the Capitol Annex, uh, 
there was a guy that was struggling to get up the steps. He had a cast on his ankle, and I held the door open for him and helped him get up the steps. It turns out that guy's the chief of staff for the for the speaker of the house, and there that that was a. It's just little things like that that just you just sometimes Acts of just, kindness. Yeah. Now hopping on a campaign is different. Hop on a campaign, you just got to show up at the door and they'll put you to work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've all seen, what was it, uh, Love Actually with Ryan Reynolds, right? I can't say I've seen that. No, no, no. no it's, <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen no, that. No, no. It's the one where... Um, he doesn't speak for all of us. No, no I'm just saying. It's, it's like... <laughs> he, he watches all the Ryan Reynolds movies. Uh, who couldn't? Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Fair point. But fair he, point. he shows... But he's like... He's working on a campaign. I think it was for Bill Clinton at the time. And he walks in and like he's just like starting from the bottom and they have him like doing like making signs and that kind yeah. of thing. One thing leads it to another. He's calling people. Then after that, it's like get more and more involved. And yeah. they, you have to pay your dues. Oh, yeah. It's just like everything else. Like, you know, you're, we can equate it to working in a restaurant. Like you're not going to come in on day one and be and be running the bar on Friday and Saturday nights. Right. You got to do a couple Tuesdays. You got to do some. Wednesdays. You got you to swing a little yeah, dick. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you got to you got to work your way up. You got to prove that like this is a very results oriented business. So if you get in, you get your job done and, you know, shake the right hands and be nice to the right people and just make sure that you're you're really dedicated to your work show up on time every day work really hard i mean then you too can be eric jarbo uh you'd be better than me also i don't think we ever pointed out jarbo also currently bartends at a bowling alley i do so he's also a bartender so he has some say in this cocktail bartends at a bowling alley i do i I was gonna say it's it's the off season man it's it's this it's the time in between when elections are over and the general assembly hasn't started yet so it's either I sit at home and play Xbox all day or I go work somewhere. So well, like to be, to, well, he's the perfect guy to talk about this drink reflection then. So yep. gentlemen, the dude advised. Do you still get say. do you still get paid regardless if you go work or play Xbox? I'm or? trying to transition no, this into drink the, uh, reflections, okay? Well, I mean, this this would be like the last point, but to like you gotta understand, like these people that travel all over the country and like follow these campaigns around, when the campaign's over, you're unemployed. Okay. So you're unemployed. Okay. And like if you're a lobbyist, it's a little different because you can write your contract where they pay you X amount of dollars every month, right? right. So you don't but, blow your load too early. But there's like uh, Shannon. <laughs> No, I don't mean I don't hashtag have why is Shannon sad. <laughs> no. We could start the <laughs> literally could start the hashtag. Thank you, going. thank you. That's that's uh you know, it's a Jarbo special. That's, well, sure. <laughs> now, we, now we can move on. That, yeah, that, we after can move that. on. All right. Well, fuck you guys. I'm going to bring in the segue then. No, it's segueing off of that, I suppose. Well, you know, we'll start with you then, Eric. Um, the dude abides, man. This is a perfect bowling alley. He didn't drink. I, that doesn't matter. Our guests do not need to know that and listen to us. You know. Oh, I was probably going to mention has, it. He has definitely had this cocktail before. He has to drive a long drive back to Frankfurt. So, But just knowing what you know about the cocktail, what do you think? We do a score out of 0 to 10. How do you feel about the cocktail? We're like the White Russians. What do you think? What would you give it out of 10? <laughs> a White Russian? The albino Russian. Yeah, yeah the it, albino uh, Russian. Man, it's going to depend on what time of year it is. Like, I'm not going to go to a bar in the summertime, like sit out Marika's, play volleyball, like, man. I want a white Russian, but if it's around Christmas time or something like that, white Russian gets an which solid, it is solid eight out of ten, solid eight, solid eight out of ten. And the only reason it's not a ten out of ten is because I got way too drunk off some in my freshman year of college, and it's just I don't know, man. To caveat on that, Shannon's birthday is a week before mine, and we, oh, when he turned twenty-one, fuck, dude, I was gonna tell this before story. this. We drank white Russians. He drank them kind of often. But I warned him before he went out. 
do not start your 21st birthday party with white Russians. Because <laughs> yeah, you're going to get sick. <laughs> you're so what Shannon milk. did you're gonna was... throw up regardless. What? Yeah, but throwing up milk's way worse. And what True. Shannon did was drink, what, four white Russians and a bunch of shots of Fireball? No, 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 no. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. Oh. It was six white Russians and six shots of Fireball. So white Russian and Fireball coming back up. Imagine like that. 12 mistakes. We just figured it out. <laughs> Why is Shannon sad? Because of yeah, that. Because of that. <laughs> yeah, that so, mistake yeah, has been. not recovered. It, I like to know that I warned him not to do exactly what he did. And, and it'd be he, like, you know, it really be it, like it'd that. It'd be like that. <laughs> it'd really be like that sometimes. So the white Russian for me. Uh, solid eight. Solid eight. Put on the big Lebowski. Drink a couple Caucasians and just move on. Well, okay. Divides. All right. Well, Alex, what do you have for us? All right. So just so people know, we ended up doing two different white Russians. We didn't discuss it on the show. On air. But so it, it definitely happened. W- when we first did it, we used vanilla vodka because I had it and it seemed interesting. And that one, I give it's kind of like a little a seven point five out of ten. <laughs> the vanilla and one, then, yeah, the vanilla one. And then we ventured into a caramel one because I also had salted caramel vodka. I give that an eight point two out of ten. The better question is, why do you have such flavored vodkas? That on was going to be my because question. He's married. Are you, are you because 19? I'm married. Okay, you know what? Completely sal- justified. Okay, now let me tell you the reasons for each of them. The salted caramel uh, was for caramel apple mimosas. <laughs> caramel apple mimosas with salted caramel vodka. Fucking phenomenal for Thanksgiving. But what about this white Russian? Tell me more about it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but tell me more about this we white Russian. We were going to be going on for this for 30 minutes. Kahlua vodka and milk. And how is it? What is your rating out of 10? I said the vanilla was a 7.5. The caramel was an 8.2. What is right. your regular one, though? Regular one? Yes. A 7. 7? You're giving this cocktail a 7 out of 10. I'm not a big white Russian fan. Why drink milk with liquor? Okay. Well, then good enough. Taylor, what do you have for us? I am also going to caveat off that terrible explanation and say I'm going to give it a seven as well, just because it tasted phenomenal, but it had milk in it, and now I feel like I'm full and have to take a shit. So that might just be you. I don't, you I, don't, I, don't, I, like, I don't like dairy. That's a you problem. I'm not yeah. a big, I'm yeah, not I a don't big, drink milk. I'm not a big dairy guy. We're about guy. to eat some fucking pizza after the podcast is over. Right, so, so it's going to make it worse. I was going to say, so, we'll yeah. see you in the bathroom. Seven afterwards. out of ten. It's, uh, the milk pers- and, that milk and liquor thing reminds me. For personal <clears> reasons. <throat> yeah, it, it reminds me. I was at a UK baseball game out tailgating. There were these guys out in the parking lot. They were drinking scotch and milk. Oh, what? Yeah. I mean, I mean and getting hammered on it, too. Like, they weren't just, like, kind of tipping How back. How young like, they were, were they? They were old. They, they were old. They've been doing this They were old. They had to have been time. at least, like, 32. No, they're, no, no, they're no, no, no. We're talking legit old, like, in their 50s 75. And Let me Google this and see if it's actually a thing. Scotch and milk. I mean, these guys were just slinging them back. So, what do we have so far? We got an eight, seven point, what? A seven and then another seven. seven. Yeah. All right. Well, daddy's going to come in with his score. I'm going to say that I'm going to give this a nice 8.5. I love white Russians, okay? And I'm going to just, but even further, I know we didn't do it on the show, but actually my favorite version of a white Russian is a called a Colorado Bulldog, which is just the same thing as a white Russian with a splash of Coca-Cola. To, to Real quick, you can keep going, but scotch and milk is a Colorado cow. Is it Colorado cow? Yeah. Oh, that sounds terrible. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't sound good at all. I had to no. look it up and see if it was a real thing, and sadly it is. Straight off of Tegrity Farms. Yeah, yeah, that sounds awful. Oh, Tegrity. Tegrity Farms? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get the Buddha box next time <laughs> yeah. on the show. To come oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, this has been episode 15 of Cocktails and Memes. Eric, thank you for joining us, man. Uh, hey, guys, thanks for having me. Anytime. Absolutely. We'll be back next week, guys. Thank you. Have a good night. Ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-